You're listening to Bachelor to Boyfriend, the podcast that teaches you how to manage your mind so you can show up as the best version of yourself around women. And now your host, certified dating and intimacy coach for men, Erica Davian. Hey, how are you doing this week? Today, my heart is so full because I got a really lovely email from a client who We've been working together for a few weeks. He's just halfway through my bachelor to boyfriend program. And a couple of weeks ago, we coached his brain on getting up the courage to ask a woman out. And then at the last time we coached his brain around the fact that he did get her number, but when he texted her, she didn't respond. And that second round of coaching was so helpful because I think it definitely helped to turn down the volume on some of the rejection that he was feeling. And it also helped him open up his mind to other possibilities and helped him to focus on how he wanted to show up the next time that he saw her because it was inevitable. He knew that he was going to see her again. And good thing we did that work together because I don't know all the details yet of what happened between then and today. But basically, today I got an email from him saying that he went on a date with her and that it went really well. And so in case you can't tell, I have this massive smile on my face. I want to celebrate him and his ability to lean into discomfort and to be willing to take a look at what was going on in his mind, because I know that played a role in him being able to move past that moment and ultimately end up on a date with her. I am just so proud of him and his ability to not make this a story of yet another time that he was ghosted. So this is a shout out to you. You know who you are. So let's dive into what I am here to talk to you about today, which is this idea of going on 500 first dates. And this idea is so perfect with that intro that I just shared from that email I got today, because I actually use this concept with this client to help him make sense of where he was when he didn't hear from her and all of the rejection that he felt. And so I hope that this can be helpful for you too, wherever you are in your dating and love journey. And so before we get started, there are a few things that I want to get clear before we get into it. First of all, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with the movie Fifty First Dates, which has to do with memory loss. That is a very cute movie, especially if you have ever had a crush on Drew Barrymore like I have. It is very sweet, but it has absolutely nothing to do with today's episode. And I also want to be clear that what we're talking about today is not rejection therapy. I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second, but just bear with me. Maybe I will talk more about rejection therapy at some point on the podcast, but I want to be very clear that rejection therapy is not what I'm about to share. And so in case you don't even know what rejection therapy is, it's this idea that has gone around, I think especially in the past 10 years or so, but I have seen it come and go in different ways on viral social media posts. And it's this idea of throwing yourself into uncomfortable situations again and again and again with the intention of building your tolerance to rejection. And like I said, maybe I'll make a different episode on it sometime. 
If you're interested in that, let me know. But in a nutshell, every few months or so, I will see a flurry of things on social media, especially from other dating coaches or guys who are trying to hack dating, where they will say things like, oh, I'm going to aim to ask 100 women out and get 100 no's. And I, I think there's some value in that. But it can be really unhelpful if there's not some different way that you're approaching it. It's kind of like if you were trying to lift weights and you noticed that when you lifted a certain weight that your back was starting to hurt. Well, then lifting that weight a hundred times without actually addressing why your back was hurting in the first place isn't going to do you any favors and isn't going to get you what you want. Okay. All of that to say, that is not what we are talking about today. And I am just laughing at myself because I know I can be really long-winded sometimes. I get it from my dad. But I thought it was important to talk about because I don't want any confusion in your mind. So today's topic is more of a mindset shift than anything. It doesn't require you actually taking any action now in order to be in a radically different place mentally. And when you're in a radically different place mentally, that allows you to show up and take action in a very different way. And so in that example that I gave with the client who sent me the email today, that's what we were doing through coaching, was we were taking his mind from thinking, oh, I've done something wrong, I've made her uncomfortable, that's why she's ghosted me, to a place that was a little bit more neutral and open and curious. It was that curiosity and openness that I'm sure allowed for him to take the action that ultimately led to them going on a date. And this is really the basis of all the work that I do. Underneath everything that I teach is the idea that what is going on in your head matters so much more than what you do, that your thoughts matter more than your actions when it comes to creating results in life. And this is true in every area of life, but especially when it comes to dating. And so you might be scrambling around trying to take different actions, trying to figure out the perfect message or exactly how to ask this woman out or where to take her on a date. But none of that matters nearly as much as what is going on in your head. So why am I bringing this up? Because dating is ultimately a process. And somewhere in this process, there is going to be failure, perhaps lots of it. Just anticipate that, expect it, embrace it, because it's going to happen, and that's okay. There is no way to optimize this process or avoid rejection or failure entirely. And it can be really easy to slip into thinking that you should just give up or that it's hopeless especially if you have no evidence from your past of having been in a successful relationship. It makes sense. Maybe you've never had a girlfriend, or maybe all the relationships that you have had have been failures in your mind. A lot of men I talk to hate where they are in the process with no end in sight. They just see their failure. They see how much they're hurting right now. And when they're thinking that there's no guarantee that their efforts will pay off, It makes sense why they would want to stop going. And so if that's coming up for you, I hear you, I feel you, and I've got you. 
This is part of the paradox of being successful at just about anything. When we are in the belief that success for us, whether it's in our careers or in relationships or in our hobbies, when we are in the belief that we are going to be successful, then we take very different actions than when we don't believe we're going to be successful. And this can be as basic as just the thought, this is going to work. Because when you're thinking this is going to work eventually, then you're going to do the types of things that will make it work. And that will keep you in the process, in the game, until it works. And just to contrast that with believing that this is not going to work. And so you might start to do things that would make you pull back. You do less. You don't put in the same kind of effort. And just to give an example not related to dating, I'm really close to this right now because my partner is trying to get a job in a completely new field as a penetration tester. So if you're not familiar with what that is, that's a pretty niche field within cybersecurity. And apparently it's pretty competitive to get in. And so he has done all of this hard work with certifications and self-study in order to learn all of the skills that are needed to become a penetration tester. And yet he has not had his first job. And as he's applying for jobs now, if he were in the mindset, this isn't going to work. If he was doubting himself and his efforts, then it would make sense for him to slowly stop applying for jobs or maybe to not put himself out there so much when networking with people or to give up somewhere along the way. But instead, he's very much in this mindset of this is going to happen at some point. And so even though it has been months of him looking for his first job in this new field, he has been able to keep going because he is in the belief that this is inevitable. This is going to work out at some point. If I keep showing up and putting in these actions, then eventually this is going to work out. And so how do you get into that mindset of believing that all the effort you're putting in into dating, that all the courage and all the rejection and all the time spent is going to work even when you don't yet have any evidence that it will. So let me say this really simply, and then we can workshop it after. I want you to ask yourself this question. If I knew that the relationship I wanted was inevitable, what would I be thinking about where I am in the process now? So, for example, I mentioned my partner earlier, and now I have a life partner and a family, which is a dream that I wanted for myself that at one time really felt impossible. It truly felt like it wasn't going to happen for me. It was going to happen for other people, but it just wasn't going to happen for me. I went through countless breakups. I got stood up. I was ghosted more times than I can count. I had past partners say horrible things to me. I absolutely had moments where I thought I was just wasting my time and that it wasn't going to happen. But of course now, I know it's possible because I'm living it. And so when I look back on those moments now, it's much easier for me to have thoughts like, it was all worth it. 
it was really no big deal that I got stood up because it got me here. That just wasn't the right person for me. All of that pain that I experienced was just temporary. And as hard as it was at the time, it didn't last. And I can absolutely see now why it was totally worth me continuing to show up and continuing to have hope. Because I love the life I get to live now. I love what lay on the other side of all of that heartbreak and rejection. Now, of course, this is going to be different for you because you are probably somewhere in the process now and probably in a place that you don't want to be. And maybe the future seems so fuzzy and unclear ahead. So how do we get you into this place of seeing that the relationship and life you want as inevitable so that you can show up with that kind of energy and drive and enthusiasm that's going to help you get over all of the bumps that are going to be in the road between here and there. So here is what you do. First, you've got to have a vision of the life you want. We go into this in more detail in the Bachelor to Boyfriend program because having a clear vision is what makes it so much easier to keep going when things are tough. It's the motivation of why it's worth getting past these bumps in the road. But for the sake of this exercise right now, we will go into a mini version of it. So first, you have to be able to imagine the life you want. I really encourage you to try not to imagine any particular person in your future. Like, don't try to imagine what you think she will look like or what she does for a living or how old she is or anything like that. But just create a rough outline in your mind. Maybe you imagine having kids or... Maybe you imagine watching movies together on the couch, or maybe you imagine making pancakes on Sunday mornings, or maybe you enjoy holidays together, or traveling the world, or you can imagine yourself in old age with someone, feeling her warmth next to you on a porch swing. Okay, so that's the first step. You just imagine this life that you want, and you imagine yourself really having that relationship. So now second, you have to live in the possibility of that relationship for a moment. Give yourself permission to feel how good it would feel to have that thing that you want. And try not to linger on the fact that you don't have it now. Just notice how good it would be if you did. Here's the third step. I want you to identify something that you find challenging about the process of dating. Maybe it's approaching women. Maybe it's asking women out. Maybe it's going on first dates that don't lead anywhere. Maybe the thing that's getting in the way is you're afraid of another heartbreak. Figure out what that thing is for you. And if it's all of the above, just choose one. And the example that I'm going to run with is imagining going on first dates that don't lead anywhere. Let's just imagine that that's the thing that you're trying to avoid, that you feel like that's a waste of time. And now I want you to think of how many times would you have to do this thing in order for the result of the relationship you want to feel inevitable? 
Like how many times would you have to do this thing in order for you to definitely create a relationship at the end of all of that? So just check in. Would it feel inevitable that if you went on 10 first dates, one of them would be the one? What if you went on 100 first dates? Do you think you could really guarantee that one of them would be the one? Okay, maybe you're not quite there. 500 tends to be a number that I find lands for most people. I think most people feel pretty freaking confident that if they went on 500 first dates, that one of those people would end up leading to a relationship. But you've got to pick a number that works for you. Go to 1,000. Go to 5,000 if you need to. Now that you have the challenging thing and the number of times that you'd have to do it in order for the relationship you want to feel inevitable on the other side of that, is to actually imagine doing that thing that number of times and it resulting in the relationship that you want. So imagine that all you had to do was make 500 tally marks or check 500 little boxes of going out on those first dates, and that at the end of all of that, you would be in a relationship with an incredible woman living the life that you imagined back in step one. And here's a really important micro step. This can be a helpful way to check in to see how badly you really want that dream of yours. I think many of us have all kinds of dreams, but we're not necessarily willing to put in the effort that it might take to get us there. And so this can be a good moment to check in and think, well, gosh, if I knew it would be inevitable that I would be in love and would have this wonderful partner in life, and all I have to do is go through this log of 500 first dates, do I want it badly enough to do that? I say I've been yearning for this, but maybe it actually doesn't sound worth it to me. Or this might be a good time to check in about how clear your vision really is. It might be helpful to go back to step one and imagine that life that you yearn for so strongly that you can feel it, that you can taste it as though you're experiencing it right now. And then once you've done these steps... You have, one, imagine the relationship you want to have. Two, you've lived in the possibility of it for a moment, as though it is actually happening. Three, you've identified an action that you know you need to take between here and there, and you've put a number on it of how many times you would need to do that thing in order for a relationship to feel inevitable. And four, You've imagined yourself actually doing the 500 first dates or actually doing the things you know you need to do and maybe envisioning some of the ups and downs that will come with it. Here's the last step. Everything is coming full circle now. The last step is to ask yourself the question, if I knew that the relationship I want was inevitable, what would I be thinking about where I am in the process now. So if you have been on three dates, what would you think about where you are in the process now? If you have been on 50 dates, what would you think about where you are now if you knew that it was guaranteed? 
if you knew that the relationship you want was inevitable. So if you didn't already follow along and pause this episode along the way, I encourage you to go back and listen to those steps again and really allow yourself to feel into this possibility. Because when you're able to see that what you really want is inevitable, that if you keep taking massive action, it is going to happen, maybe not in the way you imagined, but it will ultimately happen, then it completely changes how you think about where you are right now. It's not that where you are right now won't still feel terrible anymore because maybe that's just what this moment is, but you become more willing to feel terrible. You're not so afraid of it because you want what's on the other side of all of that terribleness. (laughs) You want what's on the other side of those 500 dates. Just asking this question tends to make most people feel a little more hopeful and a little bit lighter, and it makes the journey that much easier. And here's the beautiful thing. I doubt it would take you anywhere near 500 dates. You may surprise yourself. I have seen it happen many times where when we bring that kind of energy of, oh yeah, this is going to happen, this is inevitable, how things actually do tend to happen a lot faster than we ever could have imagined. I really hope that this has been helpful for you. And if you decide to go back, replay it, give this exercise a shot, I would love to know how it went for you. All right, take care. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Bachelor to Boyfriend, the program. It's 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with yours truly to help you finally move past the internal barriers between you and the relationship you want to create. Check it out at ericadavian.com. That's Erica with a K. And if you're curious, make sure to get your name on my mailing list so I can tell you next time doors open. My newsletter is my favorite way to connect with you all and I respond to every email I receive. I can't wait to see you there.